Welcome to another edition of Lens Burning Bush, the 100th edition. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. But before that, I want to acknowledge the fact that, yes, 100 of my rants. Thank you for putting up with me the last 99 weeks. And for those of you that are getting started, well, you got a lot of binge. you got a lot of uh, shows to, to binge on and to listen to. And speaking of binge watching, things are a little bit different on the streaming services these days. And I can't say that I like it one bit. And I'm going to get into details on this. So it used to be when a season or show was released, we could watch one show after another until we were done, and we liked it, right? Just continually watching the show over and over again, and your eyes, you could barely stay awake, but you liked it, right? Well, now we have some shows deciding to change that, to release a few shows at a time and do more of a weekly or even just release part of the season. And let me just say, as someone who's old school, we had that back in the day, and we don't want to go back to that weekly and having to wait for the episode each week i want to see it now right daddy i want an oompa loompa now right uh those days are over we don't want to go back to it if i choose to watch the whole show in a day that is on me let me choose to binge the way i want to binge recently two shows in particular have burned my bush and i'm just going to go into it first i was under the impression that ozark released all of their episodes for the full final season. And if you watch the show, it's awesome. So I binged watched all of the shows that were available. And I got to the end and I'm like, I'm not done. And I, like, it seemed like the show's not over yet, right? Well, it isn't. I read that it started up again late April now. I have to wait for this particular show. Now, I prepared myself for the closure and then didn't get it. Why, Ozark? Why? Then most recently... The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. Another great show. It came back on February the 18th. I was very excited for it to be back. My wife and I started watching it. We got through the first episode and then said, let's do another, right? So when the second one ended, I asked her, hey, you want to do one more? And she's like, sure. Well, I looked for the third episode and I couldn't find it. And I said, I had to look up the fact that they are now releasing it weekly for the remaining episodes. What is this, 1999 now? You know, weekly, again, come on. If I choose to binge, let me choose to binge. That is what I wanted to do. So I figured I wanted to check on this to see if if this was now the new normal. uh, And I came across an article in Variety magazine on how the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and others flipped to weekly releases as streamers go beyond binge. What the actual F, right? When did this happen? Did I miss a meeting? Who has time for weekly anymore? And if you did, you'd be listening and watching Lens Burning Bush every week, right? So in the article, Amazon Studio executive Vernon Sanders admits he wasn't sold on the idea of releasing it this way over multiple uh, weeks. The binge drop had worked for the show in the past. So why mess with it? Yes, Vernon, why mess with it? It was creator Amy Sherman Palladino and fellow executive Daniel Palladino who lobbied hard to make the change and spread the show. And again, why? So they said because the show had a long break over COVID and we think it's such a special season and it deserved more of a spotlight uh, on it than the show, you know, the show normally did. So this is what she said, right? 
This is what she said. I would never recommend you sit down and watch all the shows in one sittings. In one sitting. I just don't think that you're going to have the best experience. I think that you're going to miss stuff. Your brain will eventually give, go tune out and, and the whiskey will start to kick in. Again, none of your business. I want it now. I don't want to wait for it. And again, this is about me and I don't want to wait for the show. So this all comes on the, uh, as Netflix celebrated their 10th anniversary of their first original series, Lilyhammer, which I don't know if you've seen it. It's terrific. Uh, that show was symbolic for not only kicking off the streaming res- revolution, but also pioneered the current binge format. We want to see it. We want to continue to do it. And I don't know why, you know, we can't. And again, it brings up the question, right? To binge or not to binge? That is the actual question. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest, or in this case, guests for the week. They last appeared back a year ago, episode 46, Social Share MD. The wonderful band Blue Jelly, constructed of Jim Bedenbender on vocals, Steve Farris, Gokul, uh, guitar and vocals. Listen to me, Gokuls. Uh, Phil Henson, bass and vocals. Joe Miller, drums and vocals. Rocking out to music. Steely Dan, Deep Purple, The Eagles, Jimi Hendrix, Tom Petty, Van Halen, Midnight Oil, just to name a few. Please welcome my friends, the band Blue Jelly to Lens Burning Bush, and I got to get the, the the streaming and everything working here. It's a whole new show since you guys have been on. Welcome, Blue Jelly. All right, thanks for having us back. Good to see you. It's good to see you as well. And uh, got to you know Friday night, you guys rocked it at the at the Squeaky Squirrel. Uh, it was a tremendous thing, and uh, Susan was happy because you played Def Leppard, and uh, all of you did a great job on, on that song. But uh, what are your thoughts about this whole? binge watching and then changing it midstream it's not fair it's not no fair. i i i lose track i lose interest when i have to wait because i'll miss that episode you know i, I can't i can't plan weekly like uh like used to be able to do in the past like uh yeah i i, I don't like to wait i, 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 like I well that's the same thing with me i i don't like to wait i am i am very impatient uh and and we used to the do this we of- yeah, this is the age of instant gratification. You know, that's what that's what we're teaching our kids. Well, of course, instant gratification, and now I have to wait for marvelous Mrs. Maisel to decide to release it on a Friday. Now, again, oh, yeah. this goes back to we used to watch The Sopranos when that came out, oh, and yeah. it was Sunday night must see TV at nine o'clock, and we'd watch it. Right, that that was a big deal. You had to wait for it to come on Sunday, but now we don't have to wait anymore. And I don't want to go back to that. It was good while it was going on. We had no choice. But now I want to see it. Like Ozark really ticked me off because I don't know if you guys have seen the show, but it's the final season, and they had to release it in two parts. And the first part came early, and then you got to wait till April for the next part. I don't know. It's just too much. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. You haven't I, seen that, Ozark? I, I watched, I binged it, and then, then when it... Uh, it wasn't over, right? There's still more to come, and I've totally lost interest and never went back to it since yeah. then. No, I know. What the, the problem is that they always have uh, a situation where they take too long to come back, and you almost forget anything you've watched before, right? It's like you got to read the book again because you've, it's been so long since the, since the last show. But I, I know uh, this is first-world problems here with, um, with television, but, you know, I want – the way I want it, right? If I'm paying Amazon Prime, 
I, and I'm paying for the streaming services. I want it the way I want it. And most of the shows, you could just watch it whenever you want. And this releasing it, you know, kind of randomly is not what I like to do. So, again, it, for what it's worth, everybody's sitting there going, I don't care. I'll just watch it whenever. But that's not me. I, don't, I do care. <laughs> so, yeah, don't take away our you. choice. We get you. Yeah, exactly. So there's apparently, because uh, there wasn't enough, there's apparently a new Batman movie that has come out. and I think I heard that. Yeah, yeah and, and apparently made $21.6 million. But what these theaters are doing now is they are trying to charge more for Batman than they would like the dog, the movie The Dog. So they're, they're just like saying, you know what, we'll sell out $20 or $26 or whatever the number is. And then they'll charge more for that movie versus going to see the dog, which might be twelve dollars. Which I wish there was uh, more of the the older classics. Yeah. On there, that instead of some of the trash they've got out there now, it's, it's kind of sometimes it's kind of hard to find something you want to look at. You know? I I totally get it, but this new Batman movie has me kind of thinking: Did we really need another Batman? We we started out with Michael Keaton, which we like that, right? Back in 1989, the original Batman that, that had come out. I was, a, I was definitely an Adam West fan back in the, in the, oh, yeah. the TV show days. Yeah. And, and I would prefer that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got the Batman came out in 89 with Michael Keaton. And then they had to go through several Batmans, including George Clooney and Val Kilmer and all these other people now. And I don't know. I'm just Robert, you know, Pattins, uh, Pattinson, I guess. I you know I don't even know who he is to be honest with you. Does anybody know who that is? I mean, there's a bunch of old people arguing over these kids today. <laughs> yeah. Is that the new Batman? Yeah, that's the new Batman. And I, oh, I, yeah. I, I again, I was a huge. I'm a huge Batman fan. As a kid, I loved the comics. I loved you know, like I said, Adam West. I liked all of this, and um, I would watch it all the time. All the Batman movies, and I even liked Christian Bale. Th- those versions were actually pretty good as well. But they got a little too dark. And I don't know what this one's going to be, but, you know, the Batman. So we'll see how this goes. Maybe I'll watch it, but um, I might wait for this to come on, like, pay-per-view or something like that. I don't know if I'll, I'll go to the theater. Although I do like, they're saying it's twenty six ninety nine that they want to charge for this movie. Wow. So What's up, what's up with the snappy tomato Batman pizza? Have you seen that? It doesn't yeah. even look like Batman. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think snappy tomato, lo- some snappy tomato looks like pizza, Jimmy. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just, in general, from Jersey, you just don't, you don't, I don't look at snappy tomato and say, I have to have that. It's, it's a necessity when it comes to, it tastes okay, because even bad pizza is good. But, but it's, but it's, it's, yeah, bat, the, it does not, it does not look like the Batman. And apparently this movie, you gotta, you gotta really, uh, put it, bring a, a pillow with you. Cause it's over three hours. Oh my um, gosh. I think is what they say. It's longer than Pulp Fiction. Uh, it's longer than heat. It's longer than the Godfather, which again, it's, it can't be better than the Godfather. But probably show you half of it and tell you to come back next Tuesday for the other half. Yeah, that's the new. That's exactly it. That's what they're going to do. They make you pay twenty six ninety nine for part one, and then they're going to have you come back for part two. I I don't want that. I I, I know that they got to make money, but yeah, they 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 convince you that they're they're doing it. So 
Anyway, let's get into you guys and and the band, and we'll talk. We'll talk about the music, and maybe we'll get. Uh, you know, if you're if you're nice enough, you got your. You know, I could see you're ready to go with your guitars and everything. So we got we got to play. Um, but I wanted to play something for you guys from the last time uh, that you guys uh, were on. So that was Lens Bush's Burning Midnight Oils uh, Creativity by the by Blue Jelly. Uh, love that. And you've got a special one that I'll play uh, next week that we recorded. Uh, we'll, we'll save that for the 101st episode. Because, uh, yeah, you know, we, we got it. Uh, hey. It's it's the kind of same thing with Amazon. I'm not going to release all my talent at once. We're gonna go. have to we're gonna have to go you're gonna in. Have in, to in, tune in. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to tune in next week to find out what they played <laughs> this week. Phenomenal fee. Yeah, phenomenal fee for eight ninety nine. Same bat time. Same, same. bat. <laughs> yeah, we could have the Riddler come on and and uh, you know and all those villains and everything. But anyway, you guys uh, appeared at Squeaky Squirrel. It's going to be the start more of concert season outdoor shows i would imagine coming up in the next couple of months what do you got going on get a better handle on the schedule steve you... uh well we got we got get a fest probably toward the end of summer that's uh, august 7th we're, at, we're, Sunday. we're, up there. we're, we're uh, featured at uh, an event called moonstock yeah that's out in burlington a hunting and fishing club yeah, uh, so, so we're getting some outdoor shows together uh, rabbit hash. We got a show down at the Rabbit Hash Barn yeah, uh, coming up. Anybody's ever been to Rabbit Hash, Kentucky? Well, you have to. Uh, the the dog, the dog is the mayor. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Watch yeah. out for him because he bites. <laughs> of course, no, all politicians bite. I mean, yeah, let's right. be honest. No, I think his bark is worse than his bite. Oh, oh, oh. Steve, Steve, we need it. We, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. We need a little rim shot there, uh, and oh, we yeah. could we could do that. So, all right, is that good? Is that good? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Wait, let me do it again. All right. Anyway, that was other night. Yeah, next Friday we're at KJ's in Crescent Springs. The following Friday is the Rabbit Hash Kentucky show. Uh, the evening after that, the uh, Saturday, the American Legion two hundred three post two hundred three Latonia Kentucky. That's yeah, so the calendar's starting to fill up, and uh, you know some of the uh, we we got to see Lynn last night. Yeah, down at the squeaky school. I I, I just uh, you know I. I'm one of those people that you work all week on Friday, and it's like Friday night, I'm not ready to go out. But you got me out on Friday just, night, which is... Some people are like that, and some people are just the opposite. Yeah. I'd rather... You know, if you guys played more Saturday night, I, 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 I you know, again, this is just... It all has to be about me. Saturday night's a little more convenient. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but I will, you got your whole weekend. Yeah. Well, no, it's true. And I did see a great show last night. Like I said, you played Def Leppard uh, for Susan. That, that was all that she needed. To- yeah, we tried to play oh, thank you. Some, a lot of the stuff that some of the other bands won't play or can't play uh, just to try to set ourselves apart. And uh, we we're going we're gonna to try to bring out some original stuff, too, in the future. Yeah. And we can maybe even give you a preview of that. Too. Well, I would like that. Um, and, you know, what's great is I did – I was sitting uh, – I got, I got put on a table because it was pretty crowded last night, and I got put uh, with two people I didn't know. Uh, of course, I made friends. Um, but – <laughs> they they were telling me it's like you don't usually hear the songs that you guys were playing like you mentioned and it's it's great in a good way right they wanted to hear the this kind of stuff they wanted to hear a little uh steely dan a little sticks they wanted to hear midnight oil you know this is the type of stuff you don't hear other other bands uh picking up and playing right 
Yeah, you don't want to go, I mean, you can go anywhere and hear the same old, you know, honky-tonk woman, you know. Yeah. This and that, you know. Love the Stones, though. Nothing, no, well, nothing, nothing against, against the Stones, yeah. no. But, uh, and we used to do that. Yeah. yeah. And we, we still do on occasion, you know. We, we can whip it out when we need to. Oh, you, you, yeah, you got to be able to whip it out every once in a while. Um, but but it's, it, you know, you even played, uh, which kind of, I, I hadn't heard this, uh, you, you played a little Aria Speedwagon, which I don't remember oh, yeah. you guys doing that before. You played, uh, yeah, we're, which. We're adding new stuff uh, almost monthly. Yeah, we you tried know. to get three or four new songs. So we probably have month or so. over 100 songs that we, you know. Well, we've we've got a good Four, four hours worth of music that we use like we did last night and probably another couple of hours on top of that that, uh, you know, past, you know, stuff that we could bring forward. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love it. Um, I would, you know, do you, now do you guys, you guys strictly stay to Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati though, right? In terms of shows? For the most part, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we wouldn't turn down an offer if it was, you know. Yeah, but we, we would the realm. consider ourselves regional more. Yeah. Not a national act. I don't know if we, I don't know if we could handle that really. Yeah, we we have been asked to come to a moose lodge uh, in Grand near Grand Rapids, Michigan. So oh wow! We're cur- currently negotiating with them. Don't know if that's going to come through or not, but uh, that's a possibility. So that that was kind of crazy to be asked to go that far. Yeah. You know? But they they had heard us locally and they they wanted us to come and play at their place. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, I'd like to have a concert series in my backyard, so I'm working on that. So we'll we'll figure out something. <laughs> the yeah, concert okay. that's a little closer, we're, we're, Jimmy. Yeah, that's that's way less than a six hour drive. Yeah, yeah. a little bit, a little yeah, bit better. We're all for doing you know corporate events and, and festivals and you know just anything we can get into. Yeah, weddings. We've got uh, some weddings lined up for this year, and uh, I would love excited. it. If, yeah, I would love it. Uh, I, you know, bar mitzvahs, it would be good <laughs> for yeah, me. You got, you got Blue Jelly for the bar mitzvah. You got to play the horror. Can we play? Can we play a little? Uh... We can learn it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> everybody, everybody get up. It's time for the horror. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> we got to get that. But I, I, like I said, I think we need more. I, I give you guys a ton of credit because it, it is um, music is so hard. Uh, and what you guys do is so great. I mean, Phil. Uh, on bass guitar is just fabulous. Uh, Joe on the drums, uh, you know, I watch and I'm like, I'm envious because, you know, again, everybody's a frustrated singer. Everybody's a frustrated. They want to play the, the, the guitar and they, they're always, that's why we, we do air guitar, right? Everybody wants to play the drums. They sit there and they, you know, we want to do it. But, but again, you know, it's like putting, I, I just, the hands don't work. Uh, there's no rhythm over here is what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to have rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> it's important that you guys have rhythm. I, I love it. I love that you you consistently have have rhythm. So I would love it if you guys have anything new that you want to play or you got something ready. We uh, we got it, and all our people that are that are streaming this now. Uh, I'm going to put you guys on the full screen because nobody wants to see me. Um, they would rather see Jim Beatenbender. Hey, you're welcome to sing along, Lynn. Well, you, you know, I do. You know, we can. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the band Blue Jelly, Jim Beatenbender, Steve Ferris. He is, so Steve's got the cool hat. He's on the left side. On the right side is Phil on the, on the bass. And we got Joe back there. We could barely see him. We'll have to zoom in the camera, but uh, he's waving. So, uh, and, of course, the legendary Jim Beatenbender, who is uh, my wife's boyfriend. So there you go. All right. <laughs> okay. Now it's out there. Oh, it's, it's out, out there. there. It's a, it's okay. We we you know, it's it's a long standing agreement. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we are, the legendary blue jelly.
Yeah, this is an original one we wrote years ago, and we just kind of remembered remembered it and uh, started playing back around with it again. So, uh, original Blue Jelly tune here. It's called You're the One. fabulous guys it, it really uh you're the one and uh now can anybody get this song or is it uh is it on any kind of cd or you, you know it's look at me Lynn's burning bush. Uh, well i know and i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> promote it yeah that's the only place it exists well, we uh, haven't copyrighted it yet so it's it's available to steal you know <laughs> no it's copyright we, 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 we've got lawyers we we've got other things we've got all kinds of craziness don't worry about it we, that's right <laughs> I guess we better lawyer up then. yeah you better lawyer up it's uh, it's all good but that was that was outstanding and uh you know that's what i said you guys do a great job and music is is so important nowadays with everything that's going on to go see a band uh, on a Friday night, make sure you check out uh, this, you know, check out Blue Jelly, uh, the, the website, uh, the Facebook page, Blue Jelly Band, right? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll promote that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I really appreciate website. Yeah. Link to our website with it. And there's not really much on the website right. yet. There's mostly uh, there's a few pictures and our updated calendar. 
is usually updated for the year. Yeah, it's yeah. on our. So if you if you want to see where you can catch us, you know, just go to the Facebook page and and uh, follow the link to the website and you know because we we usually we won't post uh, you know shows maybe a couple of weeks ahead of time or something month ahead of time. Yeah, and, and while you're on the on the Facebook page, please uh, do us a favor and, and like that page for us. We'd appreciate that. And, and like Lynn's page too. Yeah, I mean it'd be nice, okay. right? You know, like, comment, subscribe. What has that go on YouTube and uh, hit the ding dong uh, bell or something, yeah. right? That's, yeah. Now, do you guys have a YouTube page? Uh, we do not. Okay. We we may. I just I. Yeah, you're working on it. It's kind of it it's in development. You got to say, Steve. It, right. It's yeah, in it's development. Construction. Just like we got lawyers, right? We got copyrights, and we got right. <laughs> we got to make sure we've got it all. We've got it all covered to make sure you're all doing it. Uh, one thing I wanted to do is make you guys feel older than you really are, because I felt pretty old when I read this. Uh, do you remember Suzanne Summers from Three's Company? Yes. Okay. Well, she's 75, by the way. Ooh. 75. Uh, but here's what's amazing about her. Do you remember the whole situation? She left Three's Company. She, she had this big contract dispute uh, with a lot of money leaving on the table, and she walked away. But then she created the Thighmaster. Do you remember the Thighmaster? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I heard about that. Yeah. Well, she's talking about it now she's talking about how she has uh you know people have asked her how much money have you made on the thigh master well she said you just got to do the math 1995 times 10 million products sold and 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 just go through that so we're talking about 300 million dollars that she's probably made on anything uh, now she's worth isn't that amazing so she went out of acting and she uh she did something even better so make sure you get a thigh master I'm going to invent the hip replacement master. (laughs) (laughs) The hip replacement. There you go. That's what we need. We need all of that. It's (laughs) Uh, technology is wonderful. Now, good good news for you, uh, single men out there. Uh, Apparently, Danica Patrick is single again. She uh, she split from her boyfriend Carter Comstack, and she's uh, she's done. Fortunately, she said it didn't work out. So everybody now um, she's available. Well, I hope she doesn't change teams. No, I don't. I I, I think she's she's still on on the team. Yeah, she's still on the okay. team. <laughs> Is she done dating race car drivers? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, he was just too fast for her. It could be. It could be. It could be. Look at Steve. He's just like he's got the rim shots today. He's 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 loving it. It I'm must waiting, be. It must. I'm for one. I know. I yeah. There we go. We got the drummer back there instead of having my stupid sound effects over here. <laughs> Joe, wake up! Come on, it's early. I know we were out we, last we, night. We had a late, we had a late night last night. Yeah, well, I get up from my day job at three thirty, so Fridays are always hard. <laughs> so, it's crazy. Well, make sure you have large hands. Apparently, have you seen this in the NFL now? Um, that now quarterbacks are being judged on the size of their hands. Uh, they are now uh, they Joe Burrow apparently has like nine inch hands, but there's a quarterback on Pittsburgh on the University of Pittsburgh, uh, Kenny Pickett, and he's got eight and a half inch hands. So they're they're saying that because of his small hands, he can't hold on to the football as much, yeah. Yeah. which I don't understand. It, it's just we're 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 measuring hands. We're, you know they go on TV and they've got all these training. They're doing the long jump and they're doing all these things. I'm like. 
They're playing football. What do you need all this stuff? The you you care a three hundred pound lineman who just moves from side to side has to run a forty yard dash. I feel for those guys. I couldn't run a forty yard dash right now. So why do they have to do that? <laughs> well, Poor that people. Reminds me of the other day. Uh, me and the wife were in, I guess, a Home Depot or something. I don't know. So I talk. I walk up to the one of the sales guys and I'm talking to him, and I'm finished. I look around. She's three aisles down. And I go get her. I said, "What the heck?" She said, I, could, I couldn't take anymore. He, he had little girl hands. I, had, I, could, I couldn't look at him. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> little, there's such a thing as little girl hands. I guess. He, he didn't have the man hands. Wasn't, jo- wasn't Johnny Bench able to hold like seven baseballs? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a commercial with him with the, uh, that, uh, that stuff, uh, Blue Emo. I guess it, oh, yeah. it's, it, it smells good or something. I don't know. It doesn't stink is what the uh, – and, yeah, he puts, he puts all the baseballs. I think I have average hands. My hands aren't huge, but – I don't know. They, they, I guess we have to start measuring our hands. I always thought it wasn't the size of the hands, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I don't know. It's how, it's how the Size matters? Place. Yeah, apparently it does. In the NFL, it does. Yeah. Size uh, and everything. They, they overanalyze everything. These, oh, they, have, they have 24 hours of news have, to cover. They've got to have something to talk about while the, you know, while the guys are out there adjusting their, you know. Yeah, they're adjusting. <laughs> and apparently baseball Between can't. Plays. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. Joe Namath. That's right. Yeah. God, we're going back. No, people, I think we lost everybody right now uh, from 1969. The, the, uh, the crowd is it's a little bit uh, older now with uh, Joe Namath. Uh, I remember Namath, uh, he was drunk and he was getting interviewed by Susie Colbert. He's like, you're nice. I like you. <laughs> He's talking to her. Susie Colbert. Uh, that was a famous, famous interview. And baseball still can't figure out how to get on the field. Uh, opening yeah. day has been canceled. And in Cincinnati, that is like a, a rite of passage. Now, are they still doing the parade, though? No. I, well, I don't think oh, so. Man. I think they're postponing it um, until they get an opening day. And well, one thing, it'll be a little warmer when they finally do get around to it. This is true. And I've always said you could start the season May 1st and get rid of all those snow games that you have to cancel anyway and then make it into like 100. See, if I was commissioner of baseball, this is what I would do. I would start the season May 1st. I would... I would also um, end the season before Labor Day. I would have the, the postseason and everything end before Labor Day because you don't want to compete with football. They said that an average football game generates 17 million viewers and a baseball postseason game only gets 11 million. So it, you got to be away from the NFL. You got to have your own time. And from May to late August or whatever, because once you get into the NFL season starting, uh, people tune out, and and that's kind of what happens. Uh, baseball, but well, they the, yeah. the players won't be taking a pay cut. Oh no! The people, well, that's the work at the stadiums. They're going to be hurt. Oh, know, of course. All the supporting businesses. And- no one ever thinks about the, the the guy that sells the hot dogs or the beer. Uh, those ten dollar beers. Somebody's got to be you know or working. Or the guy that collects your fifteen to twenty dollars for parking. And- <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I think that it, they don't understand that, number one, none of these players want to put up their own money, right? No. They just want to get a paycheck. So they don't want – they don't understand that – I'm not saying I'm for the owners or the players, but the owners are the ones that make the investment, right? So if you want your own uh, team, then you make the investment, right? If you want to be an owner – like Derek Jeter just said, I'm out. Like he finally said, I hate this owner thing. Uh, he's already out with the Florida Marlins. So – I don't know what uh, what's in store for baseball. I know I love it. I don't know if you guys do too, but uh, nothing like a 
uh, going to the game in the summer and just kind of sitting out, having a beer and a hot dog and watching the game. So, Yeah, it's a nice, relaxing way to spend an afternoon. It, it is. Well, you can like Lens Burning Bush as i got to do this self-promotion here. You can like it on Facebook, at Lens Burning Bush. You can, again, like Blue Jelly, but please like Lens Burning Bush. We have 100 episodes. We do it weekly, but now you can binge an entire catalog of 100 shows on uh, all the platforms, on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. No matter what you've got, I bet you can find. Search Lens Burning Bush Pandora, uh, to name a few. You can ask Alexa to play Lens Burning Bush, but make sure you say Lens Burning Bush Podcast because something else will come up if you say just Lens Burning Bush. So Now, let yeah. me ask you, do you, you any of your podcasts, your video too now, so are you on YouTube? Or? Yeah, we've got the YouTube channel now, um, and you could search Lens Burning Bush for that as well, and we're streaming now on, on YouTube, and we're streaming on Facebook Live and Twitter. So we can we can do all those things. So at Lens Burning Bush is the Twitter handle. At Lens Burning Bush is the Facebook uh, handle, and uh, I believe at it's Lens Burning Bush also on YouTube. But you could type Lenny L ten fifteen is also a way to get the YouTube uh, feed. But make sure if you're watching on YouTube to hit the subscribe button. We don't have a lot of subscribers for whatever for whatever reason. They're smart, you know. They they've got other things to watch and to do. I guess oh, apparently they're binge watching. <laughs> they're binge, yeah. To binge or not to binge? That is the question. But uh, thank you guys. Thank you, uh, Jim Beatenbender. Thank you to Steve Ferris, Phil Henson, Joe Miller. In the way back, we got to give you propers. Uh, go out and see Blue Jelly because let me tell you, it's a great experience. You get a cold one, and they like to have a cold one with you as well. It doesn't get it doesn't get much better than you guys. So I appreciate you coming on for the second time, and hopefully you'll be kind enough to join for a third time coming up. And we appreciate you having us, and, and we appreciate the people that come out to see us. It's it's why we do it. We we have fun, like the song. It's sometimes it's too much fun, and we pay for it the next morning. You know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We had to do this a little later today, and I understand. Uh, I, I'm with you. I feel exactly the same way. I never look good anyway, but this is this is <laughs> as good as it's going to be on a on a night after going out on a Friday night. Well, anybody in their fifties understands what I'm what I'm talking about. But thank you so much, guys. I'm Len Harvey. Back with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. So long.